0: Episode 13, Interview with Mark Tepia Mesnepsati, Part 2. Hello and welcome to the Earth Center Carpentry Podcast. It's good to be here with you again, listeners. Your host today is Mia Tepia and... Bixar. Hello, how are you doing? Today we have again on our show, um, the wonderful Maktepia Mesnabzati, who spoke briefly about um, his life and some of the things that he does. And it is wonderful to have you here again, Maktepia. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> and also thank you to Makaru, oh. our, our, our founder, uh, Nibnabala Musa Wonderful.
2: you know,
1: for creating this earth centre institution that has given us this path for reclaiming the legacy of our ancestors.
0: Wonderful. Thank you very much. Yes, we do owe him, owe him um, a great deal. And not just us for future descendants who will benefit from the Earth Centre's legacy and what the mission he started and what we are doing and why we're doing this podcast. So thank you again to um, Master Naba and all the ancestors that went before him, their sacrifices and suffering to get us here to be able to talk with each other today. So today we are going to be talking again with uh, Maktapir Nebsepsati, sorry, Neb, Men Ne mens- oh gotta get it right. Mez nebsanti. Yes, nebsati. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: So Projects of Merita is based on a principle of revitalization. Which is if you hear the word revitalization used in the modern world, it means that a community is gonna work together to rebuild whatever they lost. In our case, Projects of Merita is working to rebuild a way of life that is hard to preserve in face of constant modern pressure. That is the foundation of revitalization in the motto of uh, Projects of Merita. That means when we select projects We have to choose projects that work in in a way that they solve the problems created by other projects until we can get back to the time where the resources are all existent in, in each community so that they can solve the vast majority of the problems and then they can trade with neighboring communities that have also been revitalized for the uh, things that the the entities that uh, came back to earth as human beings, uh, the spirits that have come back to earth as human beings, the, the gifts that they came with may not have had enough of those, uh, uh, fulfilled all the needs in that community. And that is important because if we are able to survive only on ourselves, then we isolate ourselves from existence. Mm-hmm.
2: So depending on other communities is also important, but the, the, the,
1: the, the sharing with other communities has to be on a basis of uh, respect for our bloodlines, our ancestors, and all the gods, so that we don't go from one village to another and try to destroy the temples that mm. are there. Yeah. When we go there, we honor the gods that are there. If we send our children to modern school, because we need future leaders to continue the work that the initiates of today are doing, and as the elders age, we need people to take up their uh, take up their job. Then we also have to complement that project with another one that gives them skills that allow them
0: yeah.
1: to 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 live a life. In, in their communities and preserve and continue the work of their fathers and mothers and their ancestors. That is the foundation of projects of merit. So when we have a project like the Children's Education Fund, which helps to pay for this costly initial modern education from elementary school to high school uh, and occasionally beyond, we, we see that this schooling actually, as I mentioned earlier, can pose a problem. Because when children, as I mentioned earlier, when they go to school, they are being taught that
0: there's the solution for all the problems they have is not in the villages in the city. Yeah, yeah.
1: So at every stage, they move away one step at a time to the city. On the practical level, the time in the afternoons and in the evenings when they could help you know, in the farm or they could help with fetching firewood or fetching water or helping with cooking and cleaning and sweeping and doing all these things for the family, mm. all that energy has been taken away.
0: Yeah. And they arrive in the city in a situation where they don't
1: know how to survive, so they take jobs which means they become dependent on somebody else. Mm. And that person dictates the terms of their survival to fit their own needs. The village has lost on the material level, but the village has also lost on the spiritual level because the elders in the village are getting older, but their children are moving to the city. It's easy most of the time to think of diaspora as people who have moved from the... Uh, traditional communities to other lands. But really the destruction starts the moment when their minds and dreams are changed in the schooling or religious systems or whatever else they do in the modern world that tells them that the solution is away from their own communities. Projects of Merita recognizes this. So when we have a children's education fund, we have to, we then balance it by another project that is under development uh, called Chem School, uh, which the never described, you know, early last year, but we're still developing, uh, which then ge- puts them through an apprenticeship and a mentorship process on skills uh, that fit the gifts that they brought into the world. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: And shows them that these skills are just as valuable in their original communities, and even more valuable to them because they can develop as independent crafts uh, uh, craft specialists, craft masters in their various specialists,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whether it's royalty, priesthood, you know or whatever else, metalworks, hunting uh, in their communities, without being in a very dependent situation outside of their communities. And in the process, if we build more communities that are balanced like this, then when water systems come, the energy that is released from carrying water or uh, fetching clean water is released back into these specialties in the community. When we uh, preserve streams and forests, the hunters use the forests. But the gods are the ones who make all the life on which we depend in the forest possible so they also have to honor the gods in the process of hunting mm-hmm. the healers use the forest so the healing center then depends on the forest and if the forest that we have are not enough then we can produce more forests yeah. so every time that a project releases energy we are always in a position to offer an out, a, a, um, a channel for that energy to be mobilized within the community. There are many practical solutions that are available because they were always there. So we are not in a development paradigm. Development means you are starting from a place which is low and then you are going high it's like evolution which is linear theory which is linear it says everything that came before was inferior and it has gotten better as we have developed mm. we know that the world doesn't function this well. the sun rises in the morning and sets in the evening and rises again the rain comes one day And then sometimes we have drought. sometimes we have fire sometimes we have coal Mm -hmm. we know the world is rhythmic and cyclical but if we want to conquer the world if uh, the ideology of the, uh, the rulers of the world is to conquer and control all the energy in the world and they have to show that the world is linear and that they are at the summit and this is not natural
0: no
1: so projects of merit is a practical solution to a lot of the confusion and destruction that is wrought in more, in traditional communities, just by the process of modernization in the old life, in the village, we lived on the slopes where the land was less fertile and we found in the valleys. Near the streams, my village, we used to call it the, the land that flows with milk and honey because <laughs> we are in a, in a volcano, in, a, in, a, in an inactive dead volcano, volcanic valley. Soil is fertile. Mm. The streams are flowing from all the hills down towards this valley, but that valley is now consumed roads and houses. Oh, gosh. And the slopes are left empty and people are trying to scratch a living on the slopes. That is not, that is development. <laughs> that is not revitalization. Oh. But now that they're in the valleys, we cannot tell them to move back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Right? So it's (laughs) not, we have to find ways then to provide water on the slopes. So Mm. irrigation systems that irrigate the slopes so that they can produce the food that people need to survive in the valley, which is unnatural, but it's a transitory phase. And as new generations come, They will be educated through the three-step process to learn that lowlands are for crops. Mm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Forests are a rich source of survival. We don't cut them down. We go take dead branches for wood, but we don't cut them down. Streams have to be protected because they're residences of deities and they're a source of clean water for the community. Every entity, everything that we see in the physical world is there because a deity put it there for a purpose. When we go through initiation, this is what we are getting. And this type of knowledge is not possible if children are taught only the third phase of education which is instruction on how to get jobs in the city okay. well, that's the role of the earth center but in the practical phase of the earth center that's the role of projects of merit thank you
0: very much for sharing that with us like um, tepia well wow, there's a lot in there um and I'm sure people listening to this would be very appreciative because it, it touches on things that are very practical, but not registered. In our minds because of our um, last step in our edu- education process. Um, thank you for coming on our show today. Um, thank you for your experiences that you have shared with us. Maktepia. And we look forward... In fact, yes, we do look forward to hearing from you again because you have given a lot today. Very deep, very intensive, very um, thought-provoking. Um, and again, thank you. Thank you. Um
1: Duawu for having me.
0: You're welcome.
1: Uh, I look forward to being on the show again.
0: Most definitely.
1: Uh, in the future, uh, when uh, the uh, rhythms and cycles of the existence permit, and I wish ancestral blessings uh-huh. and divine support for all the great work that you guys are doing in Covington.
2: Thank you. Uh, Magtapia, just to close this uh, in a way, but to link it to everything that you've said, because you have refound in a way your, how you were made. Mm. Um, and I just wondered, I'm curious your name Oh. Uh, because it's something the name is what we are given at the end of that journey through Per Ankh, the, the house of life, to that spirit being reborn is now coupled back with its name that it came here with, the name that the earth holds um, for that spirit, its history and what it's come here with. Would you just share briefly the your, the, the meaning of your name, Names?
1: Are you sure you want to trust me with another question? <laughs> <laughs> keep it brief, keep it brief, uh, keep well. it brief. <laughs> We've been talking for a while, so you don't know. know if this I know. exists in my lexicon name. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try, okay? <laughs> the levity is necessary. Uh, mm. Because um, the work that we do is very serious. Yeah, mm. definitely. It's a huge responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, if we don't have a light heart, <laughs> we are not going to be able to carry it through forward. So, mm. uh, make sure that we remember that the world is balanced, so cyclical. Oh, yeah. So, cannot all be serious and philosophical all the time. It's mm. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, let me, let, let me try that one. I was ready to say goodbye and go and start enjoying <laughs> and the
0: And big um, to call you and back <laughs>
1: And that big side is trying to give me
0: more
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mark Tapia, Sati are actually complementary names. Mm. Matepia is the one who stands or defends the principles of the ancestral gods now i've just introduced a new word into the conversation which is principles so when we look at the way we function we, we are supposed to live in the world We know that the world uh, uh, around us is defined not by what we do, but by what we do not do. Mm. So in the old world, we have taboos and in the new world, we have laws. But taboos are based on old fixed principles, whereas laws are always evolving. And the principles on which chem culture are founded are the the, the 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 is the great book of divine ordinances, which is also called the divine code of human behavior, which is also called popularly the seven seven commandments. <laughs> so those Seventy-seven commandments, which is what I'm uh, going to use, but I'm also going to use the divine code of human behavior in answering this question about the meaning of, of magtapi uh, amesnefsanti. They create the boundaries. When we come to to the physical world, the physical body imposes uh, certain challenges on us. As a spirit, we are not subject to time and space, but when we become subject to time and space, it also makes us more vulnerable to set. We serve brother against whom Heru is always fighting in order to reclaim and protect and preserve the throne of his father, which is us. So when we think of the ancestral gods, people will know who are the gods. But that's not really the most important question. The most important question is what are the principles that we are supposed to be preserving on standing on? And those principles are the divine code of human behavior. Cause as human beings, we have to go through very, stages in order to reclaim our, as divine beings. And one of those stages is to become a human. And a human is a person who stands on the divine code of human behavior, whose boundaries, who knows what they are not supposed to do because the gods told them that they shouldn't do it. And these are big commandments. The first one is scary enough. Says thou shall not cause suffering to humans. It sounds simple, right? But if you think about it, we often don't really know what a human is because we live in a world that doesn't have fixed rules for us. That which was good yesterday is bad today. That which is bad yesterday is good today. So Mark Tapia is the person that protects, preserves and promotes life that is within the boundaries of the divine code of human behavior. Because this allows us, in the process of revitalization of chem life, to help more people learn to live within those boundaries. And this is a very surface explanation. Where's the one that I can share? <laughs> yeah. How does MacTapier fit into this? I mean, how does sati fit into this? I was reborn into a generation called Meznepsati. Mez just means children, and Nepsati means the grand guardians. But what are the grand guardians guarding? They are guarding this great code, this great book of divine ordinances. They are guarding these boundaries through which we are not supposed to go if we want to ever reclaim our place. So I am one of the descendants of the Grand Guardians whose gift was to continue the work that the Grand Guardians do every day by standing on and demonstrating that it is possible to live within the boundaries that are created by the Grand Guardians that's not the end of it. (laughs) I am part of a line of royalty and retainers that migrated from the uh, Valley of the Kings and settled in uh, modern day Chad, Cameroon and Nigeria. This group is called the mbum m-b-u-m and before i went through initiation i didn't know this history
0: uh-huh.
1: all i knew was that there, i was from the boom in a part of cameroon but the boom are in more than one part of cameroon and in China in nigeria just like the dogon you know from whom the founder in the nabala musa the founder of the Earth Center comes, Mm -hmm. and to whom we always are grateful, and to the Naba bloodline for making it possible for us to be uh, in this place, having this conversation today. This, the Naba bloodline had its own gifts. We had our own gifts. Royalty. And the royal line is responsible for preserving the boundaries of the kingdom. And you see boundaries coming in again, just like when we talked about Maktepiah and Mesnip Sati. See, everything comes together. Yeah. And in fact, when I was growing up, my father had to send us to school, to modern school, essentially in order to protect us was an ancestral guidance. Because if he had not done that and were too vocal, women, I may not be sitting here talking with you today. That's true, yeah. So, we know that a lot of people have sacrif- uh, sacrificed their lives in order that we may be here to have this conversation today. Mm. And um, it is important that we stand. On the principles that the Grand Guardians gave us. And for me, Projects of Merita, which is my current responsibility, mm-hmm. is a mission that fits very well into the gifts that I brought to the world.
0: It does, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> no more questions, Pixar. Was that brief?
2: <laughs> um, brief it, enough? <laughs> it, it wasn't brief In if we were impatient, but if we're patient enough, yeah. um, we will understand the depths and how everything is connected. So all that you said before is connected to all of who you are. So we appreciate that with depth and with uh, we honor that. We honor the um, those guardians. Um, we honor the boundaries, and that's what we're trying to do here in preserving and promoting the ancestral culture for the health and well-being of all people. So thank you so much for you know all of what you've said. Uh, and um, we we look forward to having you on the show again, and maybe again very after that. So.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, Dwell, um, Matt Tepia, which is a similar name to mine. Before we go, I have one more thing. Actually, Matt Tepia has one more thing that he'd like to say. So go ahead, please.
1: We've been describing, you know, the work that we do, the foundations of the work of revitalization of chem culture that we do at Projects of Merita, Mm -hmm. which is the third branch of the earthcenter.org. I want to also take advantage of this opportunity to ask you for your support. Uh, The work requires a lot of energy. Energy today is represented by money, but it's also represented by skills and time that you can donate. So if you wanna work with us, support anything that we're doing, go to projectsofmerita.org. and donate your money, but also let us know if you have some skills that you wanna contribute in any way to our work. Uh, You can also go to the earthcenter.org and donate through that portal. uh, And it's the same organization. And we just wanna let you know that we appreciate your help and we would be glad to have you help us and support our mission if you, you value what we are offering to existence today in any way that you can. With that, I want to say thank you again to <laughs> Yatipia and Bigsa uh, for hosting me on this podcast today. Oh, you're I look welcome. forward to talking with you guys again another time.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Maktipia. And the same here. We do look forward to... Speaking with you again and hearing what you have to share with the rest of the world. So, again, thank you, Dua'u, and we'll speak again soon. Iriheru.